Hi, everybody. Welcome to Does It Get Better? It's a mental health podcast. I'm host two of two, Neil Rubenstein. I'm Rich Gaccioni. Uh, today we have a very special guest, Mike Kennedy from uh, the city of Edmond. Um, so today is episode is a little different. Uh, we have a guest on who doesn't struggle with <laughs> mental illness, and we just thought it'd be fun to like try and get into that brain Absolutely. and see what that's like. Yeah. Um, how are you, Mike? How you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? All right, Rich, check it in. You, Mike, your you, just your tone of voice is so positive. I, I don't know if I can handle it. It's, it's great. It's great. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm doing all right today. It's Monday. I woke up today, didn't know what day it was. And then I was like, ah, oh, fuck, it's Monday. And I was like, oh, no, it's all right. It's Monday. It's fine. It's fine. So I had one of those this morning. Usually the past week I've been like getting up and being like, all right, it's cool. It's just another day. I got stuff to do. But today was one of those, ah, oh, fuck, it's Mondays. I don't know why it just was. But, but now we're here and positivity should be, um, you know, exuding through this podcast today so here we are so what's like i mean that like kind of brings it to like the thing that i thought was funniest about this whole thing is like you're like oh fuck it's monday but like monday is like a pretty good day you yeah know what i mean like for, for you for now right because it's like you do this you bake you play with one of your bands mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's a good day but still you were like <laughs> in your head you're like oh, it was just like I think it was a realization that I was putting off a couple things for today that I usually don't. And I got behind on just one thing. And it was like the snowball effect. You get behind on one thing. And then before you can do the thing after it, you still got to do that one thing that you didn't, shouldn't have to do. So I woke up this morning. I was like, I got, the thing was going to the post office as little as mundane as that sounds. It was like, that's why when I woke up and like, immediately went through the Rolodex of what I had to do today. The post office was in there. So I couldn't do two other things until I went to the post office. And that's why it started. And then it's like, oh man, and then the pot, I got to set. Okay. And, and then the, the thing that just happened now, um, usually we have a, a, a borrowed Zoom account for um, doing guests. And I just tried to log into it and something went wrong there. And I had, I'm like, I'm a little sweaty. Cause I got all panicky I was, and cause I had to message my friend and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I locked I locked out that account by trying too many times. So I got all panicky and I was like, Oh God. So, but now we're here and it's going to be okay because uh, this is like, I'm two thirds done with the day. I have one more thing to do and then I'm good today. So that's my Monday, my Monday panics, the Monday scaries. And like that, when we talked about having Mikey on the show, we were just like, like, what like what's that like mike like you get up in the morning you just get up in the morning right there's no like anxiety or panic no <laughs> I, I, I feel like maybe the most difficult thing at times is i'm just still tired and i have to not play dr mario on my phone for too long <laughs> but usually i have like a cut like when when 25 words or less starts coming on, which is like my favorite game show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, all right, I have to get out of bed by the time 25 <laughs> words or less. And then I go sit on the couch and play Dr. Mario while that plays. But no, I, uh, I've never had that, yeah, that anxiety of getting out of bed thing. No, that's awesome. All. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
have you always is it always been like that's just your vibe you've just kind of always kind of had the the ability to be in that kind of frame of mind i've never yeah i've never really struggled with stuff i mean you know there's times where i get down and you know have some kind of you know we'll have like a little depression for a few days kind of thing but it's never debilitating by any means and um yeah I'm, i'm very lucky in that yeah i've never had those there's problems. It's just such a fart idea to me is like be <laughs> sad and it not like cripple, like it not ruin the whole rest of your life. <laughs> no, I'm always like, I mean, if anything, if I, if I do have a problem, it's that I do, maybe I do get over things too quickly. <laughs> like I'm just able to like compartmentalize stuff. And like if I get, even if I am down, like if I get working on something, uh, then my mind gets off of it and I'm just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know can can get away from it for a little bit when i was talking when i was talking to mike about doing this like you know whatever i was like asking a few questions and he was like well i've been sad (laughs) (laughs) thank thank goodness (laughs) at least you've been sad (laughs) i always joke i always joke because like last time we were last time i was here it was like during the pandemic and i was doing like a show and i was like oh you want to roll to the show and he was like no i'm cool and it was just like even him saying no, it was just like such a positive <laughs> no. I was like, yeah, I don't want to go either. Like we should hang out here. <laughs> so that can that's 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 wonderful that you're able to be that way um, mentally and like with your friends and stuff. Sometimes because I was thinking about this, and, and Neil had mentioned that you are a a positive human being, a happy person. So I was prepared for that right and it's not like it's not like i'm not trying to like some sort of backhanded like hey, you're a positive guy whatever but it's like <laughs> that can come across from some people as like what neil and i talk about like toxic positivity or like it can come mm. across in a way that it's like you know you just take it the wrong way especially like neil and i are kind of like anything a human being says to us we like analyze it to a core and it ends up being some sort of negative thing right even if somebody's like great job and neil's like no it wasn't you're just saying that shut up i'm gonna go over here and sleep for three days now like like how does that work but uh it's it's something i wanted to bring up it's like you just sometimes come across people that have a a such a way of being and you're just like god not him again or not her not them again you know like and i'm sure it's just your that's you that's mike mike's that person and people enjoy that like do you run into toxic positivity? Can you can you sense it? Can you feel it? Do you how are you affected by it? Like is that something that that you know you've encountered? I mean, I guess I mean I can think of people who are that kind of like way too I don't know aggressively upbeat mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but it it always comes off as like I don't know like you're like they're just being manic almost more yeah. like it yeah, is yeah. like a problem. Like, I don't know. That's, that's what I think of when I think what you're describing. Uh, and yeah, there's just, there's always just something that seems off about that. I feel like, mm-hmm. and I, hopefully I don't have that, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I'm a, I'm still like a relatively chill person. Yeah. And I, I don't know when I think of those people, I always think that they're like the people who are like, let's go do this. Let's mm-hmm. fucking like, whatever. Like a, like, like an I'm aerobics very... instructor or something like, like a, yeah, you know, like that totally. kind of thing. And you're like, no, no. The thing that you're <laughs> saying in a positive way, I don't like it. You need to stop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I, I'm, 
I think I'm still a relatively laid back, chill person who's just more content, I guess. You're, you're balanced. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not without your things. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I call it OCD, but you have like a you have a, you have a switch, I like you know I, mean? I like organization for sure. <laughs> But like you're and like you're a completist too, which I don't know if that's like the healthiest. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I like how this true. has become this has become dissect Mike within five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Why are you so positive? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, there's something to, to be said for that. I definitely like get into yeah that stuff. I I definitely don't need fucking ten copies of a record, <laughs> but I have many. Mm-hmm. I don't know, cause like, what is that then? It's like fine. What's what? Cause like Dubin does that. Like people do that. People like collect. Like being a collector isn't like a thing. It's just like when it gets over the top, then it's like hoarding, right? To a yeah. point, yeah. But what's that like? Do we get to like? Are we being judgy? Like, do we choose when someone becomes a hoarder? I think so because I mean, yeah. it's like if I choose to, and I'm not like, you know, I'm not spending my my rent money or whatever on on. Well, let's just say sneakers, whatever. That's the first thing that came to mind. And then like I have a room full of sneakers, first thing that comes to mind. But like if I can handle it and I have a room for it and I enjoy it and I want to show people and share it, that's like one yeah. thing, right? But then if you're like, you have a room and it's in shambles and it's just like a room full of sneakers and all you do is buy sneakers and you just throw them in this room for no reason. I think that's like, that's when it's like a product. It's like, it's like almost like an, like a gambling addiction. Like you just keep throwing money into it and it's just like, all right, maybe it's an investment. I mean, you got these things that are worth stuff, but it's like, at what point does it become like enjoyment and like a hobby? And then just like having stuff to have stuff, right? That's kind of how I see it. Records too. Yeah, or if you're not, if you, yeah, if you're being financially irresponsible to acquire these things, that's not a good thing. Magic the Gathering cards for myself became that a long time ago. Like when I was first <laughs> into it, it's something I still do, but I don't, I don't play physically anymore. I just play on the computer. But when I first got into it, it was all I did. And I spent so much money doing it and I bought and I bought and I bought and I had this big collection. And then what did I do with it? I got to a point where I was like running out of money and this was my early college years. So I didn't have the greatest financial um, intelligence. And then like after all the money I spent on all these good cards, I sold them for half of what they were worth just to have the money so I could pay rent them. So that was like, that's when I knew I was like, all right, this is a problem. And I, I don't think I can play this game anymore. And then that's when I got out of it. And then I got back into it 22 years later to find out that all the cards that I sold to this one guy in a parking lot of a Domino's in 1999 are worth so fucking much money at this point. They're worth so much money. And I have to not think about it because it makes me like legit sad. Like one card is worth $3,000 and I had four copies of each one across the oh, whole. It's, yeah. it's one of those things where I'm just like, man, I would be in such a different place, but you don't know, you don't know back then. So. And you wouldn't be in a different place. I always feel like the money thing, man, like I was talking to somebody about, what was it like? Um, oh, uh, selling my parents' house, like after they passed. Mm -hmm. 
like the bank took it back, but there was like a company that was like, well, you can buy it back from the bank and we'll buy it from you. Like, but we'll lay out all the money. So like, we'll buy the house and just give you a couple of bucks and like whatever the number was. And so it was like, oh, that, you know, that would have helped you out. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it would have helped me out for a minute, but. Yeah. 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 It may be in, in that moment. Yeah. And then what? Now we're here again. Yeah. I don't know. And look, with talking about like the, like the way you were talking about collection as an addiction, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like too pro addiction. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, it, it just feels like, well, oh, but I can handle it and I have the money to handle it and I have the whatever, the space. I have the room for the shoes. It's like, all right, well, you know, if I'm you... not. I'm not mugging anyone for oxy, yeah, so yeah. then I should be able to do oxy. <laughs> hey man, you do you, you do you. <laughs> I think there's just like a personal thing too, when you know you've reached a point where it's not even necessarily bringing you happiness yeah. at that moment, yeah. but you still do it. And you just have to like acknowledge that when it happens. And then you'll no, be- no, like, like when my mom was like not throwing out magazines, like if you threw out the magazines, like, like she got physically upset. Like no. it was gross. So like, I don't know. It's not, like it's not making her happy to buy the magazine, but it's also making her not, not happy to keep. <laughs> it's, a it's a physical. I mean, I'm doing the math wrong, but yeah. there's a thing there. <laughs> there's a thing there. <laughs> It's like a mental attachment to a thing, like a physical thing. It's it, and that's kind of how it like embodies itself, right? Like this thing, at at one at some point, the thing doesn't really even kind of matter. It's just the the fact that you have a thing and stuff, and that stuff becomes part of you and your identity when you're like maybe lacking in some other respects, right? I know that's how I, I've been there, and like especially with like I go back to the magic card thing because that was like that was me for so that was like. I was into it and if I lost it or if I traded or sold something or it didn't get, it was like my thing. And I like needed that certain card or I needed that certain deck to play. And I would like do whatever it took to get that thing. And then when I had it and I'm sitting in my room by myself with no friends, cause like the only friends I have are at the card shop. I'm like, that's all I even cared about by myself. I was like, I have this like attachment to this piece of cardboard. That's like, has some sort of like status to it amongst like these nerds, right? Like I'm like, what, what at one point at at what point did I need to like see that like that stuff didn't matter and I could like trade it or give it away or sell it and like it's not my identity and it's okay. But that's, you know, that's part of the mental you know, um addiction of stuff, I think. I mean, that's where I've been. I don't know, man. Maybe I'm maybe I'm like a I don't know. I'm like an apologist for addiction, but like to me like I don't see the harm in that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. oh, so you had friends at the card shop? That's what you're telling me. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you had friends with similar interests you hung out with. That's so weird. So you were social, and you <laughs> social things, and you got out of your house to like hang out with people you it, considered. And friends. it wasn't even about that. That's the that's like now it's clear. Like that's yes, that's t totally obvious. And I would. I would I would love that at this moment, especially the after the past couple of years I've had personally. 
But then all it was about was like being the cool guy with the cards and the cards are mine. And it's like almost like, you know. I mean, yeah, okay, maybe that's like a little unhealthy to <laughs> have that kind of a focus. But to me, it just seems like, you know, that's everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone in the world is like, you know, has like something that they're like that with. You know what I mean? Like, like even the most put together guy I could think of, Mike Kennedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like if you really wanted to break it down, like what's the difference between magic cards and, and uh, copies of Walk Among Us? <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, at all. totally. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, so he like has a thing he, that brings him joy that he collects that like the quest is the fun part that bring that like makes him social. He meets people when he's on tour. He like goes to all the record shops. That sounds like fucking fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Like to me, that doesn't seem like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know, I know I'm comparing apples and razor blades. I know, <laughs> but yeah, the guy with, who does crack, he's going to hang out with other people that do crack. <laughs> He's finding people that are like him. He's going to places that he's comfortable being. Mm -hmm. He's not comfortable at Chuck's famous steaks. He's comfortable <laughs> in the alley with John and Chris, and you know they're doing their thing. Like I, I don't know. It's it just like um, it feels to me like it's not necessarily the obviously don't smoke crack or whatever the fuck. But thanks, thanks for the disclaimer. It doesn't feel like we're like combating an illness. It feels like we're stigmatizing uh, something that, because we don't understand it. Happiness. It's yeah. It's a, it's an intern. It's a, it's a unique internal happiness for each individual. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's definitely... uh, okay. Obviously like crack might be the, the bad example of it. Yes. Right? <laughs> That's a bad example. <laughs> but what about the girl who like does bottomless mimosas on Sunday? Mm -hmm. You know if, what I mean? Like she's, that's not she's hanging either. with her friends and she gets home safe, more power to her. Okay, but that's not a but but like I'm saying, like that's not necessarily healthy. Right, right. But because she's also having avocado toast, we're like, okay. <laughs> let Megan do whatever. I guess it's just a spectrum of how much it can hurt your life in general. Yeah. And then at some point where it crosses into <laughs> But can't getting day drunk every Sunday affect your life negatively just as negatively? Yeah. Or, I mean, way more negatively than Rich having too many magic cards, as <laughs> totally. dorky as that is. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no judgment, no judgment. There you go. Thanks. Listen, to me, honestly, the crackhead, way le I'm way less judgy about him than I am about you doing magic. <laughs> doing magic. I like that. You do magic. <laughs> well, you, you, you kids and your magic. You, you're doing can the I, magic. Can I ask a totally, a, a total side about that that has nothing to do with mental illness? But you mentioned that you play it online now. Yes. And I've never played it. Yeah. But now I, I know I've known that the collectorness of it. So what do they do? Is there are there like NFT kind of things for cards to have? Like how do you do collect a deck or have a rare card when you're playing online? There's two online versions. There's Magic Gathering Online, which has been around since like 2000. Those cards on that platform actually have a monetary value. Like you can put money into it, 
but they're not worth anywhere near what they're worth in real life because they're digital. Um, but you can still spend money on a card. I don't play that one. I play the newest version that came out two years ago. It's called Magic the Gathering Arena. And the currency is basically you buy in-game currency if you want to buy packs. And the only way to get cards in Arena is to buy packs. You can't get individual one. You can't like go to a virtual card store and be like, I want to buy four of those. Um, it just keeps the it keeps the people coming back to like cycle in in-game currency. Like basically you pay 20 bucks, you get uh, what 3,000 gems. And then you pay 1,000 gems for 10 packs of cards. You open 10 packs of cards and then you get 10 random. Ra- so it's like that kind of cycle. I got you. So I guess, you know, it's it's that kind of thing. For me, let me just, I just wanted to actually tell the story because I never actually told the clear version of it. And I think it's been long enough where I won't get in trouble. So a year just, ago. Just if I lose consciousness, just. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. You just sit there. A year ago. This is actually kind of a good story. Uh, um, I was streaming a lot. I would play Magic. And Neil knows this. I would, I would stream Magic the Gathering on Twitch um, as as like a, a daily thing. I would play Magic. People would watch me. The whole deal. It was a very, just a very fun thing. I do it still, but not as much. Um, I did it so much where I got featured as a content creator of the day back in April of last year. Wizards of the Coast, a company who makes magic, reached out to me individually and was like, we're going to sponsor you. (laughs) We're going to sponsor you for a day. Um, We're going to give you this cool account with a whole bunch of, you know, gems and stuff. So you can make more cards. You can do some stuff, whatever. So you can play with the new set and whatever. So I woke up the morning of this featured day. I was super excited. And my account, so an average, so what I was saying about 3,000 gems is about 20 bucks in real life money. I woke up that morning and they loaded my account, my personal account. And I had over 3 million gems in my account. And I automatically was like, that's probably a mistake. I'm not going to say anything, right? Because I was like, (laughs) Just, there was like, this can't be right. They can't be that generous because with 3 million gems, if you do the math, that's a whole fucking lot of money, real life money. So I, I went and bought some stuff and then I was like, wait a second, hold on. This is definitely a mistake. So the, the, you know, my conscience caught up with me really quick. I was like, wait, don't, don't go crazy. You might get, so I bought a couple things, whatever. And the, the day goes by, I do a lot of stuff and then. Later on that day, I get an email from the coordinator and goes, creators, there seemed to be a problem with uh, the accounts this morning. Uh, They were uploaded with excess stuff. And the stuff they listed off didn't mention any of the gems. It was just like, you might've gotten too many cards. You might've gotten too many of this. So I was like, hmm, okay. So I emailed back immediately. I was like, hey, listen, I have over 3 million gems in my account. I don't think that's right. And he wrote back, don't touch them. Our legal team will be on this in a minute. Somebody's in trouble. Like it was like the most probably panicked email from the guy in charge that this shouldn't have (laughs) happened with. And I was like, okay. So the day goes by, everything goes cool, whatever. The 3 million gems were in my account for like six days after. And the guy was just like, don't touch them. We'll figure this out. So finally they cleared my account back to a certain amount of gems. And he said, we're going to give you an extra thousand gems for the problem or whatever they they left fifty thousand gems in my account not just a thousand they left fifty thousand extra which if you do the math is a whole lot of gems i've been riding that fifty thousand gems since last april and i haven't had to pay 
or single thing in the game. And they put out a set, with, which is like 250 new cards every three months. So I haven't had to pay anything for about a year thanks to their screw-up. So that's my magic story, and that's how I play magic for free now. And I feel good about it. I don't spend any money, so it's great. Yeah. And you were honest too, like it's yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I did my part. Listen, <laughs> the guy over the 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 computer guy on the other end of the wizard screen, like doing whatever he needed to do, if he or she, if they didn't do what they were supposed to do, that's not my fault, right? So <laughs> I made out in the in the deal. So yeah, totally. Yeah. So so now it's no longer an addiction. It's just a it's a hobby that that frustrates me, and it's it's something that I have to I have to actually limit because my competitive nature comes out in that too, and that's a, a whole nother episode of 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 our podcast the the mental um the mental taxing it takes playing magic but that's my story <laughs> neil's excited for that episode <laughs> i didn't know it was going in the direction it was going yeah. once you start talking about gyms and stuff i was like okay <laughs> but then once you were like a corporation screwed up and i saved money i'm like yeah <laughs> like milk their mothers yeah it was good it was good and the the fact that the guy was like don't say anything to anyone and i was like okay i won't and here i am a year later because i think it's what is it statute of limitations on 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 gem mistakes i don't know (laughs) i don't know one year only (laughs) when we were originally talking about having you on mike we were like did I say this already on the pod or no? Where I'm just like, what's it like to like not have to negotiate with yourself to get out of bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did actually. You just you just get up, right? <laughs> yeah. Did we talk about this already or no? It was like yeah. the first the first thing, yeah. and then we then I went on to jump about gems and and magic, and that's <laughs> you know <laughs> sneaker collecting. <laughs> Mike, let, let me ask you a question, Mike, because I don't I don't know you at all let me just put be like what give me a brief summary of of yourself like um it's as detailed or not detailed as you want to be um just to kind of put us in a in in a sort of way to relate with you um that's a good question like like growing up kind of summary sure yeah i mean do you have have brothers and sisters where'd you grow up um how did you get from you know, baby you to, to adult you with not seemingly as Neil puts it, not having to negotiate with yourself when you get out of bed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. Um, I grew up in Houston, moved to Oklahoma city when I was a teenager. Um, and I've just lived in those two places pretty much, uh, have a, uh, two older siblings, a sister who's 18 years older than me. So I've never even lived in the same wow. house with her and then a brother who's six years older um, okay, I'm gonna stop and, you right there. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. Your relationship with your older brother. Um, don't have to get too detailed, but was it a, a like a a great older brother that that was like, let me show you the ways of music and girls and guys and friends and this and that, or was it just like I'm gonna beat up my younger brother all the time or pay them no harm? It was. It was both. Both. Okay. Great. So you're <laughs> yeah. a well-rounded. Very, okay. Cool. Yeah. He was very much all about showing me music and stuff and and so at a very young age got me into stuff and uh but also at the same time tormented the hell out of me <laughs> and uh and we didn't it, it was one of those things that's like as soon as he graduated and moved out we've gotten along amazing 
you know, but up until that point, it was a lot of fighting. And, uh, but at the same time, yeah, like he, uh, showed me like when I was like when master puppets came out and I was like six years old, he's like, here's your new favorite band. (laughs) (laughs) And so I appreciate that. He got me into things at an earlier age than a lot of kids were able to with stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And you know, my parents, they, they're to, you know, they're together. Like my dad passed away a couple years ago, but you know, no, no, no divorce or anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they were always very cool. Like nothing to speak of, you know, in That's any awesome. ill way yeah. of how yeah. they raised us. It's, um, it's, it's, it's unfortunate that I have to even like touch on it, but it's like, it's rare to hear uh, uh, someone of our circle of friends these days say that they, you know, a lot of people have similar, like, uh, negative things to say about how they grew up. You know what I mean? There's there's like, whether it be the parents or brother, sister, their living situation, whatever. Um, So it's unfortunate that it's rare to hear like a pot, like I had a, I had a, you know, typical older brother, the kind of whatever. And then parents are great. And here I am. I'm a, I'm a happy guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so what's that like never being sexually assaulted or harassed by an older? <laughs> yeah. What, what's that like not having your mother addicted to prescription pain medicine? <laughs> it's funny. You know, actually, I guess it's pertinent. Uh, I uh, like my dad his side of the family like i never knew i actually just learned all these things over christmas that there was actually like some mental health issues on his side of the family mm-hmm. um that i guess he avoided even and so like like my grandmother i guess i i didn't really know her much um she died when i was i don't know maybe 10 or 11 but even then like she had lived in another state and so i didn't see her much until like near the end and uh but apparently she dealt with issues like hardcore, like in the fifties being institutionalized. Oh, wow. And uh, so my dad and my dad being the youngest and he, they were spread out the same kind of the same way I was with my brother and sister. And uh, yeah, like, I guess his dad was like, not really, you know, very much of like a hands-on dad. His mom was, had her issues. They were separated and like, and since his older brothers had already like moved on and had started their lives, like he had, like he had to deal with her when she was at her worst. Mm-hmm. And, and then she like shipped him off to live with his dad, like all these things that I never knew. And wow. he always like never brought up, never even like, and I think, I think it was him maybe like just not wanting us to know yeah, that he had to deal with like those that. things. It sounds like it was on purpose. Like just from hearing this, yeah. the little bit part is like, you know what? I don't, I went through this thing. I don't want my, family to go through what I went through. So we're going to move forward on a, on a different way. Yeah. That's it's Yeah. So it's crazy to learn that stuff because, and and it wasn't ever like in a, like there was never a, Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Like there was no indication of anything. Like he just didn't just well, just well hidden. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so that was crazy to learn. And then like, and for a while he had to like live with my uncle because his uncle or his brother was like, you know, 18 years older than him or something, but he was like abusive to him. And so I just learned about all that wow. stuff. And I'm just like, Oh my God, he like had a hard childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, but he never, 
never indicated that to us at all. That's good. That's a, that's strong, man. That's a, that's, that's not many people. I mean, can, can come out of some, I would assume come out of something like with all that stuff and come out of it, like leading the, the rest of their lives with their family on a like positive note. And like a lot of that stuff like spills over and you see like, you know, parents treat their children like they were treated by their or like relive those kind of um, unfortunate things. And it's, it's good. That's, that's pretty awesome. I think, I mean, most people, I feel like they want it to be a little bit better for their children. Yeah. I feel like it's a rare instance where someone's like, well, I had it really rough. So fuck these kids. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't think they do it on purpose. But maybe there's a select few people well, that learn are learn behaviors that, for sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's how you become that's how you become a positive a person that doesn't want to not get out of bed in the morning. I appreciate it, Mike. <laughs> I learned a lesson. Yeah. <laughs> have, a good, also, have a good like, childhood check. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I'm kind of blessed too in the and because learning how there is some like history of kind of like alcoholism and stuff in my family, but mm-hmm. like, that's something I've never like drinking or drugs and stuff. have never been anything that's, even though I've partaken in some things, like it's never like appealed to me. It's never something I've like desired right, to do. Right. And, and, and to the point now where I just haven't in probably close to 10 years, just because I'm like, ah, I don't care. Right. And so I know that's a rare thing yeah. just in general. And, uh, but I'm happy that I've somehow lucked out with that to where I just, it, I just don't care. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that like, I think it's weird when people, yeah. Like, cause you, you never like claim straight edge. And I remember like, I remember seeing you have like a craft beer here and there or like something here and there <laughs> over the years. And it was always like, that's weird. That's like a weird looking thing. And like my, <laughs> uh, like the girl I was just on tour with Abby Washuda, like the comedian. Um, I never see her drink either. And then because like, she's always working. She's always got it. She's doing a show. She's producing a show, whatever. You know, when I see her, she's at work. And then being on tour with her just now, like after a show, she like, someone offered her a beer and she's like, yeah, I'll have a beer. And I was like, <laughs> it just looks so weird. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, these people don't not drink. They just don't, they're just not like, um, it's just not part of their personality. You know that, what I mean? That always Whereas weirds some me people out too. Are like, it's their person, exactly, like, exactly. That's like, I work in a bar. Uh, I've worked in a bar for a long time, but currently like very part-time. But it's it's funny seeing people have a casual drink because I'm so, I don't know why, but I'm so used to that if somebody's drinking, they're drinking. Like I've been surrounded mm-hmm. by that for so long. I don't drink and I never have. And all I see is like the people who do drink, drink. But then there's like the select few, like your friend, like I'm going to have a drink tonight and they have a little drink and that's that. And I'm like, shouldn't there be more? Like, shouldn't, and, and me being like a person who's like had friends at the bar, like, like, like people partying and like, I want people to have a good time. So like, oh, drink straight. I'm straight edge. Right. My friends aren't. They want to have a good time. I'm not going to be the straight edge guy bartender telling them not to drink, right? So I'll 
Maybe I'll be a little bit of an enabler, but they're having a good time. I have my eye on them, whatever. I have my certification. I'm TIP certified. Don't worry. I know how to cut somebody off or whatever. Um, but I never really encounter that like casual drinker. And it does weird me out. It's, it's funny. That I thought it was just me. Like that just saw like somebody who has a beer like once every two months is just like a real thing. Yeah. Like, don't you need to, don't you need to keep drinking until you get bulletproof? <laughs> and that mean you have to fight over your keys? Don't you have to? <laughs> Don't you have to do that? Or you can just have a beer? <laughs> <laughs> when will you start crying? You need to start crying. Everybody cries eventually. <laughs> like, you need to, like, dump the contents of your purse into a puddle and then yell at me that it's my fault. <laughs> when does that happen? Oh, man. It's funny. One of the, one of the dudes I'm in uh, the new band with, um, he, he struggled Ralph with- Ralph from Drop Dead? George from Drop Dead? George from Drop Dead? Not George from Drop Dead. Uh, Sorry. Um, the band guy from Drop Dead. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I love Drop Dead. They are an institution here in Rhode Island. But one of the dudes, is, the, the dude in my band, he struggled with substance abuse for a long time. He's been um, clean and sober for, I think, uh, six years. I think he just hit, hit his six-year anniversary. But there was one point where, I mean, I've been his friend through and through. Like, we've been in bands together in the past, whatever. And we were reminiscing. He hates it too. And I, I actually, I think, and I, I didn't know George listens to the podcast, so he's listening right now. And I think, I think it's about time that we don't rag on him about his past like mistakes anymore. Because like hearing that shit over and over and over again, like remember when you were such a shitty dude? And he's like, yes, I remember. <laughs> but there was one point um, where we were outside, as many years ago, and he tried to fight me because he was, you know, he was on something, and we were like walking along the sidewalk and it was kind of like what Neil was saying about let's like you know I did something and it was probably like I went left around the parking meter instead of right around the parking meter and like why did you go that way you know what and it was just like Joe is gonna fight me right and he like trained MMA for a while like he was super strong and like scary and I was like Joe please oh well now you know who it is Joe um, don't fight me. It's me. I, I don't know how to fight. I've never been in a fight in my life. I've been, I've been beaten up a couple times, but I never fought. So I'm like, not going to fight my friend. Um, so th those, those, those kind of like instances are like so frightening. And when I'm in a situation where like, if people are drinking and stuff now, I know way better at this point in my life, I've been doing it for so long to like, just kind of like keep the fun to a maximum. And I know where to, to sort of, you know, cut that off. So there won't be any people in, the, in my best friends fighting me on the sidewalk later on because of my faults or feeding them too many drinks. So, but it's 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 really cool to see from my perspective where a lot of my friends and and acquaintances have come very far because I've worked in a in a bar for a very long time for like five years straight back in the like from 2013 to like 2018, and it was like. Everybody I knew who drank like party, like everybody went really hard, really hard, really hard. And then recently all of the party hard has stopped. Like, I think everybody's finally gotten to the age where it's like, this isn't healthy. I don't want to fight my best friends. I want to save some <laughs> money. Uh, I have a kid now, like all of the, all of the things that happen, like, you know, we, we all grow up. Yeah. Everybody should have their, their party times. But I think, um, it's, it's nice to see a lot of the people who I thought probably, would never stop acting that way or doing those things or partaking in certain things are, you know, it, everyone wants to be a little bit healthier. Like people that 
I wouldn't imagine are like into exercising and like doing weightlifting and stuff. Like I, I've made like connections with friends that, that I am into weightlifting and to find out some people that I would never think of. They're like, yeah, man, I just, I stopped drinking and now I lift weights. I'm like, wow, that's, that's great. So we've come a long way, I think in, in the past like, 10 years or so with, with just realizing that mental and physical health are a lot more important, uh, as we get older. Cause yeah we're all going to fall apart at some point. <laughs> was your sister like when you, when your family moved to Oklahoma, did your, your sister stayed in Houston? Yeah. I mean, she was, you know, uh, how old was she to have been at that point? I mean, in her thirties, you know? Yeah. And my brother too, they were, my brother lived in my Dallas. Stayed also. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was in his early twenties at that point. So hmm. yeah. I was the only one still a child <laughs> stuck to wherever my parents are gone. And then when did your parents move back to Houston? Uh, like five or six years ago, something like that. Where are you guys right now? What state are you in? Edmond, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. Right which is a suburb of Oklahoma city. Awesome. Neil loves Oklahoma. Right by Santa Fe High School. Loves it. <laughs> that is where I went to high school. It's so weird <laughs> that it's called Santa Fe High School. <laughs> it really is, because the other two in town, too, are North and Memorial. And then Santa Fe doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Well, as we're as we're coming up to uh, in the, can't believe we've been talking for forty five minutes already. But I want to check in with Neil. Um, you've been on the road for you're coming up on a month. <laughs> look at that happy look on his face. No, no, yeah. Tired. That's all. Has it been like it's been like three weeks at least, right? Two full weeks, and everything's going great. I assume. Great. That's great. Um, I always like to, I always like this interaction now because I don't know how familiar you are with the, with where we were both at Mike, when we started the podcast, I don't know if Neil filled you in on the, both of our mental health was at a, probably like a very low point, um, when we started the podcast, but coming from where we were and to see Neil like out on the road, happy, smiling, doing his thing, doing what he loves. It's like. I always love to hear it every week because we like we keep our chat to a minimal too, like from week to week. It's like yesterday I called him just to check in real quick and I was going to like try to start a conversation. I was like, you know what? No, I'll talk to you tomorrow on the podcast because it'll probably be something fun to talk about. But no, so everything's going good and you're 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 just ripping through the states, making people laugh, right? Yeah, doing what I can. Good. Uh, no shows here in Oklahoma. This is just like a kind of like a mid like a mid tour wind down, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Just like a quick little break. Yep. Some Monday and a Tuesday. I was like, Meh. I could try and find something, but yeah. I don't want to drive like six hours on a Monday to do 20 people in a bar. So <laughs> I'm glad um, to hear it. Mike is always like super generous uh, with his home. So, so if I'm ever in, in Edmond, Oklahoma. I like up Mike, uh, made some friends locally too. So it's good to like, just chill. Awesome. 
Mike, what do you do? What's your uh, what's your go-to or one of your go-tos to like make you happy? Like a a simple like oh, this will put me in a good mood or this brings me joy. Um, animal eating? videos. I, <laughs> animal videos are nice, but like I really enjoy like just going out and having lunch somewhere. Awesome. Yeah, just getting out of the house for a minute. Yep. Because like I do a lot of like uh like most of my most of the time these days like i do production work like either recording bands or mixing and stuff mm -hmm. and so and i do that all out of my house and so when you're doing this, especially if like a band's in town you can get very like in that you're not leaving the right, house all right. fucking day and so i've found that yeah just even getting out just to have lunch is like this really nice reset and yeah we so, talked yeah, about that we talked about um like me time, like, like, like your own personal, like, um, your basic me time, like things that like a, taking your own personal time to like do something that makes you happy. And we were saying how it doesn't have to be like, uh, I'm going to go to, you know, Europe. Like it doesn't have to be like this big grandiose thing to bring you joy. And it's cool that you say that like something as simple as like, I'm just going to go get some lunch because you're in a situation where your home is almost like your job as well. Right. And it sounds pretty, mm -hmm. pretty accurate. And you get to like go leave the house, have a meal, maybe like see a friend and then come home. And that brings you that's like that'll put you in like a good mood. That's awesome. What kind what yeah. kind of what kind where would you go to eat? Shout out your favorite restaurant. Where would you go? Uh, Big Truck Tacos is very good. Big Truck Tacos. OK. Yeah. We just we just had a, a right before this. We went and ate this Mexican place called Ted's, which is an unusual name that for a Mexican place, but it's really good. <laughs> that's awesome um but yeah and even i there's like this place it's like a like chain called chicken express that's just fast food chicken fingers and okra and <laughs> i will just go through the drive-thru and just sit in the parking lot and eat and it all comes in a box so it's very easy to see wow. in the car okay and i just chill listen to a podcast and yeah that's awesome I, that's all i need i love it and I a dr it. pepper and a dr pepper <laughs> yeah if i have a vice it's dr pepper i I can't eat in the car. I am like 110% yeah. like cannot eat in the car. Like I don't know what it, it's like. I can't eat in the car and I also can't be barefoot when I have a meal. Like I have to have shoes on. I can't have, I can't have, I basically need to have footwear on when I eat a meal. <laughs> you know, like two weird things about me, but yeah, eating in the car, like the other, I don't know where I was doing or what I, I mentioned Taco Bell to somebody and it came up like, oh, just eat it in the car on the way home. No, no, no. What it was, we went to this new vegan place down in Middletown. It's called Plant City X. It was with my sister. That's right. And we didn't know if the inside was open because of pandemic stuff. We didn't know if you could dine in. So the whole, like, I was stressed this drive over there because I was like, all right, if we go through the drive-thru, I guess we can sit. I don't like sitting outside when I eat, too. Like, I just basically need to be I'm at my own home. That. Yeah, it's, eating outside is just not cool to me at all. So I was like, oh, maybe we have to eat outside. It was like windy and cold. And then it's like, oh, but we could eat in the car. And I was like, okay, like totally not, it would totally ruined it. But then when we got there, thankfully it was like the inside was open. We can sit and eat. So, but yeah, eating in the car and I need to have shoes on. So I, I can't eat anywhere. I do prefer an inside a restaurant. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I what it is. Like I just wanted to stay to go or stay, stay. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. And the car thing, I'm with you on that. It's funny. That's the only situation where I do enjoy eating in the car. 
And I don't know why the inside of that place is, I guess, not special. But I don't know. Most places I do like to sit down inside for sure. It adds to the ambiance of the whole the meal. Road, when I'm on the road, I can, like, I can eat in the car, like, while driving. Like, oh, I, you know, it's just like, God. I'm romantic about it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I gotta, you know, gotta get on the road. <laughs> like, eat, like, to add to, like, driving and eating, like, that's like a whole nother level of, like, sweat inducing, like, yeah, I got, flashes. Yeah, I'm like, last oh. night coming here. <laughs> last night coming here, I, like, stopped at a, like, a truck stop and they had, like, a, like a turkey sandwich, you know, like those turkey sandwiches, just like in the plastic. Oh, wrapped like, up, yeah. Dropped. <laughs> <laughs> eat the sandwich like a burrito. Oh, man. Uh, you know what I can't do, though, is I can't either to sit down, like a restaurant with a waiter, I can't eat by myself. That's oh, no. too uncomfortable can... for me. And yeah, what it, what I have it? to be able to order the counter or something if I'm going to be eating alone inside somewhere. Is it the like impression of like dining alone in a, in a place that like does like makes it uncomfortable for you or what, what is it about that? I think it's maybe just being served, like having to interact that much yeah, yeah, yeah. by myself. And I just want to be able to like get my stuff and then sit <laughs> and alone. Just be and your, be yeah, fine. I feel you. I, I concentrate on what the people say. The couple next to me <laughs> <laughs> has to solve <laughs> thank you i do like thank you. i do like to dine alone uh also he was like i can't eat barefoot like i love <laughs> being naked and eating <laughs> yo when i'm on tour oh man and i stopped doing it because I, I stopped eating after shows but like last tour dude just get fast food on the way back to the hotel or whatever. Can't wait. Get totally naked. Just sit. Throw a towel down on the chair so I don't have to like sit in someone else's whatever they did. <laughs> and just eat. Oh. Eat naked. Uh, no way. Never. I can't. I'm on the floor. Good for, good for you, though. I mean, it's, it's what makes us individuals. You know what I mean? We all have our things, you know? <laughs> uh, well, um, I'll be the, the, the time jockey here. We got about uh, five minutes left um, in, our, in our Zoom meeting here before we get Mikey kicked out because I'm not a pro <laughs> Zoomer. Um, is there anything so so to just kind of to to kind of wrap it uh, with the does it get better t um, uh, twist here, Mike? Is there anything that you could say, add, or give advice to just kind of like people who might be just struggling with like, you know, I don't want to call it like everyday said, and I'm not asking you to give some sort of like you know huge uh, solution to people who might be like struggling to find a, a positivity, but for somebody who is positive, good dude. Uh, is there anything that you could add, say, give advice to people who might like need to find that extra little spark to just have a, a better day? Oh man. I know it's, it's kind it's of a tough. big question. I know, but yeah, yeah. I got to put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I only say, I, cause I, you know, I know some people who deal with stuff and you know, it's those things where for me, you know, it's like, you know, do do one of your hobbies, like something to distract you. Mm -hmm. And I know for some people, that's not just an easy solution. You right. know, like they can't they can't distract themselves from the things that, you know, get at their mind. 
but that's that's what I do. Like when if, if there are things where I'm bummed, the easiest thing for me is to just distract myself with something else. Yeah. Like watch something or go work on something, just do anything. Um, Take yourself so that, out guess, of where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I do, but I know that that's, that's not always enough of a solution for a lot of people. No, what's, what's good though, is that that's, that echoes what I've said and what Neil's said on a couple of occasions where you, where it's good to hear a new voice on it, where it's like, I do those things and it's like, oh, if you do that thing and I do that thing and it kind of works, then maybe somebody will try it and then it'll be like, it'll be a new, a new realization for it. And, and Neil's like rolling his eyes over. <laughs> oh no, it's true. No, I agree. I agree. Cause I, I like, no, I agree. I agree. But I think <laughs> if you're really bummed out, you see Taco Bell naked. It makes you feel better. <laughs> Cause someone was, was like, someone was, was like, Oh, when I wanna when I wanna lose weight, I I eat naked in the mirror and I feel gross about myself. Wow. And like I eat naked in the mirror and I'm like, try yeah. to jerk off too. Is that weird? <laughs> <laughs> uh, eating naked in the mirror, huh? All right. Well, that's the title of this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Mikey, thank you so much for being a guest. I, I really enjoyed meeting you and learning about you and, and, and definitely uh, he gives a little, a little bit of a, like a, I'm going to be like Mikey tomorrow. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try that move and I'll let you know how that goes. I'll tell you right now, man, it is hard to be in a bad mood around this case. It is tough. Like even when I'm just like, this sucks. I'm like, this sucks, but with a sense of humor. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I'm able to do something to try to. Absolutely, man. Thank you for being here. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Neil, you got anything before we end for the week? Yeah. Good luck with your magic tournaments. Oh, thanks. <laughs> if I could, if I could only just be good enough to win one, it would be satisfying. But oh no, you got to win one. I do have to win one. One of these days. I've only been playing the game for 20 years. What do you got? What do we got to do? How do we fix this? Let's go. <laughs> Magic lessons? No, there are people out there who who are like magic coaches, and you pay them money to like teach you how to play better. Now let's work out a barter system. Be like, right. listen, <laughs> we'll make sure you don't want to kill yourself tomorrow. <laughs> I'll put you in a room with the most positive person that I ever met. He lives in <laughs> Oklahoma. Put you in the room with him for one day. Teach me how to win a magic tournament. <laughs> and you teach old homeboy how to win magic. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll catch you next Thanks time. Watching. Thanks for I watching. In six seconds. Yeah. Really. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're all we're all stopped streaming and stopped recording.